It's a marshmallow world in the winter when the snow. John, you're in a very dark setting right now. It almost seems like a fireside chat. You're about to tell ghost stories of Christmas is a long time ago. Let's make it even more. There's a candle illuminating. There's a candle. John lit a candle, uh, and it's illuminating off his face and flickering. I almost wanted to be like, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Mysteries of the Bewitching Hour. Tonight's tale of terror will start off. What are we doing? It's Christmas time. We need to be singing things like, it is sidewalk. This, this candle. It is sidewalk. <laughs> Just in holidays You got a little candle going on. Are the lights, is the power out there? And you just are running off generators? Or what, what's the deal? You'll see. Uh, no, it's actually. Um, I don't know why I have all the lights off, but I have this candle, and it is a scented Yankee candle. Ooh. And can you guess what the scent is? I'm going to go with. Uh, Pumpkin. Ooh, a gingerbread man, have we not? Closer, warmer. Okay. It's sourdough because you start throwing <laughs> up all over the place. All right, toast. then it's going to be, uh, if it's not gingerbread, is it a Christmas scent? You're getting closer, warmer. Evergreen. Evergreen. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. Evergreen. Balsam fir. Oh, what is it? Balsam fir? Yeah, balsam fir. Looks like the name of the the evergreen, the expensive ones. Oh, that's weird. Uh, It smells good over here. Actually, wait, that's that's palm tree scent. Wait, the place is on fire. Oh, no. How was your Thanksgiving, brother? uh, Thanksgiving was great, but I I made a mistake. For the first time in a lot of, of years, a lot of Thanksgivings is I overate big time and I oh, ended really? up like in pain. Yeah, I saw, I saw you were doing some uh, Facebook posts about it. And the first one I was like, huh, good old John eating too much. That's what we all say. And then oh. I kept seeing more and I'm like, I think no. I'm in trouble. I was dying, dude. It was bad. I just, uh, Heather made mac and cheese and it was really, really good. And, uh, Ooh. I was just down in it, and I, I went for a second plate and, like, filled the plate and ate it all. Oh, and then man. Had, and then had pecan pie. Oh. And the whole time I'm drinking, because I'm still in such a Hawaii, like, you know. What are you drinking? Longboard ale. <laughs> oh, it's it's made in Kona, Hawaii. It's delicious. It's really, it's, yeah. like, a, it's like a lighter yingling. It's not as heavy and as syrupy. Okay. But it's dark. I think uh, I've had that before. It's good, man. I love. Yeah. We had that every day in Hawaii. Longboard ale? I think it's, yeah, I think it's longboard, yeah. Sounds good. Blonde Sounds ale or wheat? Wait. Back might be scraping. But anyway, um, yeah, we ended up leaving. Uh, I was just in pure pain uh, the entire night. But. Oh, no. Today, I listened. I went to the beach today from like noon to like 
five. And I listened nice. I listened to the the Thanksgiving food show with, with oh, the wasn't girls that, that cool? Oh my gosh. Let me say That's both great. of those girls have great radio voices. Well, that was me. I was doing three different voices, <laughs> and I was going, just make some pecan pies and in your pants. No, I think it was like great for radio voices. Yes. They I were. sounded like the outcast on the show. They they were very professional and I was just going to say, it just sounded so crisp. They're better than both of us. Yeah, absolutely. It was, but there were times. Like a slice of pecan pie. There were times when you would ask them to to describe anything just a, a recipe or, or just anything and i don't know if it's because i'm a pervert or just because it sounded like sometimes they were describing sexual acts yes i and, thought the same and, thing yeah. <laughs> like well you have to oil up the chicken before you slip it into the brazen pot that's already moist and i'm like are we still talking about recipes Exactly. I have a frog in my throat and a lump in my pants. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. No, no. I, I thought it was fresh. Yeah, of I, uh, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was trying to keep my mind I was, more on I was, professional track. I was driving, and I heard this part, and I, and I actually grabbed my phone and took a screenshot of the time just so I could get it right for this show because I just got to – here it is. You know, any kind of health food store will carry it, and it's this thick – <laughs> what are we talking about? Not a recipe I served at mom's table for sure. Maybe more of a backseat fumbling. <laughs> you know, I, if we we should chop that show up and just oh, you know ask questions. And so, tell us about your first sexual encounter. It was a white milky yeah. substance. <laughs> no, yeah, I never. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. That one. Creamy, thick, like just all the adjectives that they used, you could easily just replace it with like you know, sex, anything to right. do with sex. Somebody so, just chimes into the show halfway through, and they just hear milky white creamy substance. Right. Next thing you know, the downloads triple. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the two of us just Up blabbing away, castle. not making any sense. But then we have these this woman's voice come over the airwaves who speaks very well. And she's describing a thick, creamy, hot, steamy, sweaty turkey. <laughs> and the recipe tonight is going to consist of a wet, humid, <laughs> itchy, scratchy side of potato bread. What were you thinking of? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Human. Humid. Oh, humid. Humid. You said human. It's a Jeffrey Dama dish. Black. Long. Wait, that doesn't even sound like good food. What are we describing here? It's a round, jiggly. <laughs> it's juicy. Jello mold. It's a busty, fumbly, jelly like. Jubbly, round piece of hot, salty, sweaty, scratchy 
squash. And it goes just well with this Thanksgiving dish. Oh, my God. But then we have someone on to talk about sex, and they're like, well, you know, you just got to get the oven cooking for 350, and then things go down that way, and then you get a side, and you're like, what are we doing anymore? Hey, you get the, you it's get like the, the Seinfeld thing whenever we eat, whenever we have food, it turns us on because we're associating it like Pavlov's dogs. Oh, yeah. What was that one? Oh, the, the cured meats. The cured meats. Oh, my God. So, I, need, uh, I need a drink after that. I know. Man, all this food, it makes makes me want to say, somebody out there that knows how to cook, feed us. But if you're snapping away on your phone, tweet us at the underscore podcast. It's great to be back, man. There's one one show in the chamber that we still have to post that I'm going to post today, and then I'm going to post this one. So we're back. uh, The machine is oiled again, and we're we're, we're back. Did you retrieve my email? Like, did it look normal? Oh, yeah, it's great. It was super quick, too. So I downloaded that if you want to delete that off of your... Your, your drive to save space. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. Finally. Good. Finally. Yeah. So Thanksgiving was good. You ate a little bit too much. Too much. You, you, uh, it, it, tickled, it tickled the sides I had a little to, bit. I was getting ready to start drinking and watch the, the night game with Heather's stepdad, and I just couldn't fit any more alcohol in my body. You know, it was like, calorie overload. We can't digest anything right now. Stop it. <laughs> The pancreas are screaming. Yeah. You can't take any more. Somebody actually bumps into you with a tooth thick and it's like an oil derrick, just like longboard ale coming out. Yeah. You're like, ooh, like the sprung a leak. Like Violet and Willy Wonka. It was just like a giant ball of carbs. And uh, Heather was like, well, just use the bathroom. I was like, what I'm about to do to a bathroom right now, I cannot do at your mother's house. Yeah. We need right. to go home. I need to be at home base. I don't know how many shifts this thing is going to be in. I don't think I'm going to once right. it and out. It's not going to be a one and done. This and it's have... not going to be something that you can do at a at a, somebody else's house. No. You know? No, there is not a fan loud enough in that bathroom to disguise the war zone. And then you start coughing just to muffle the sound. The sink <laughs> goes on. You know, John just flushed the fifth like time. That where you're in pain and you're like, I just can't do it here. I have to wait yes. till I'm in like a safe place. I've done that. And I can't really use public bathrooms in, in for that sense, if you will, really? uh, unless it's an extreme emergency. I just won't do it. I've been having to, I've had to, you know, hit the edge, if you will, at like a public uh, airport where I'm like, well, I'm getting on the flight and sitting seven hours in pain because I'm not, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I need oh to be alone. God. I don't want somebody hearing me, seeing me. I'm, I'm afraid oh. of germs. See, for me, uh, I think public restrooms I actually enjoy more than like a friend's house or like a relative's house because it's public. Doesn't matter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just an image of a person. No one knows who I am. I can come in here. I can do what I want. I'm just a number. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a, a flesh and bone. I can sprocket on the wheel. I can do my thing, and then I'll never see anybody that surrounded me ever again. You Even can smoke on an cigarettes when you're doing it, it's fine. <laughs> I can't believe they still have cigarette signs. Yo, I uh, my cup is empty. My cup is run empty of water, and I need more. Please go do it. Give me while two John's seconds. refilling. Make sure you tweet us at the <laughs> underscore podcast and download all the shows for free on iTunes. And check us out and subscribe and leave us some juicy comments on Podbean at thepodcastle.podbean.com. And you can uh, snap away at us and uh, send us some imagery of the digital form on Snapchat at nerd.35. 
John and Matthew Clark here, live on the podcast. So we're doing a recap of Thanksgiving um, public facilities and facilitating the lavatories in the form of the Agora. And uh, also doing a recap of our show yesterday. We had two uh, excellent co-hosts on, two excellent guests um, describing different recipes, which I encourage you to check out as well. So very good times there. And uh, we are full swing into the holiday season. Uh, today, of course, uh, it's Black season. Friday. And we're loop-de-loop and goop-de-da. Black Friday. And everybody wants chicken papaya. Yeah, Black Friday, Friday, and then we got Small Business Saturday, and then Cyber Monday, and oh, yeah. then Giving Tuesday. Is it? Giving Tuesday. What's Giving Tuesday? I guess it's the charitable one where you give to charity. Oh, no wonder it's like the least, There's so many. least popular. It's going to be like Wacky Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Thirsty Thursday. Are you just making up stuff because of alliteration? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's holiday. No, everything's a day. It's official. It's official. Oh, yes. So, um... Hey. What about you? So anyway, uh, um, oh yeah. What about you? Thanksgiving? You did your yearly tradition of uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. I did indeed. It was nice. weird this time. It was motorcycles, okay. trains, and automobiles. It was a documentary of, of YouTube footage. It was terrible. Stop. Actually, it was eight hours. Of, no. Yeah, we, uh, my good friend Bryce. We watched planes, trains, automobiles, and uh, we've turned it this tradition into. Um, like a Super Bowl for this film. We watch it once a year. We've had, we had shirts. We, we got shirts that we oh, bought. Yeah. Same kind of shirt. Del Griffin. Because it's Del Griffin, great. but we had his face on a Griffin. Yes, a bird. Uh, memorabilia. We watched it. It's great. That's amazing. Two shots and wonderful. I, um, the day before Thanksgiving, which is always such a cool day, once the work day is over, you know, you're kind of like relaxing. Uh, had to run on a wild damn goose chase. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is a whole other show. Um, but. Great. Uh, prior to that, prior to that madness, um, I was watching Empire Strikes Back. And Heather Ooh. came home and was kind of like. Movie the 80s. And was kind of like sitting around and was like, you know, uh, what are we watching? Star Wars? And I was like. Yeah, babe, you know, like, don't you have movies that you watch, like, during Thanksgiving, like, for tradition? She was like, uh, yeah, yeah Legally Blonde. I was like, well, no. I watch Empire Strikes Back, which is a total lie. I just made it up right here on the spot. Right. But because, I watch Empire Strikes Back. Because we're married, I'm, like, inventing all these, like, traditions that, like, are just starting and, now. And they're not questioned and it flies. Right. Uh, why are you up at 3 a.m. <laughs> drinking and watching The Labyrinth? Uh, because it's the second Tuesday in December, and that's what guys do. Clark's doing it. Clark's up right now. He just texted yeah. me. He's on the third part of it. He started a little bit early. He's going to bed soon. I'm starting, so relax. Yeah, We're watching this. And you can't I, argue, I do that. I, I have traditions like that. You can't argue Don't traditions. Watch. You can't. No. No? It's you, can't, you can't fight I, a tradition. I watch The Patriot every July 4th. Oh, yeah. Planes, trains, and automobiles every Thanksgiving, and then Christmas. There's like five that I'll, right. I'll watch every year. You know, it's like Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, you watch It's a Wonderful Life. I watch It's a Wonderful Life. I've only seen it once. Not blasphemous. Not blasphemous <laughs> at all. Not, not blasphemous at all. No, no, not blasphemous. Maybe a little salacious, but not blasphemous. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Only seen that once. I think maybe, maybe not, not even blasphemous. Once. Now that we're on the old track, I'm going to keep this train going until I beat you. So you've seen Home Alone, obviously. Of course. Still Have you seen 
White Christmas with Bing Crosby. I'm dreaming Dreaming of white Not black Christmas. White house. Just like the one. Never seen it. White house. I'm sorry, John. Uh, We must still be having some technical difficulties because it sounds like you have never seen it. Is that what was thrusted upon the airwaves just now? First of all, I can never joke about having a technical difficulty again. The last, last month-long hell we've been through. Didn't it age you a little bit? Dude, it was... Like, it, I feel I, like I got some gray hairs because that was like <laughs> four days of... You know, it was blue balls of the radio. You I know, would, we're trying to get this going, and it's just... We can't do it. I would think about it during the day. Like, all right, it's just going to, like, work. Like, all of a sudden. Like, somehow, right now, it's just working. I don't know why. Right. And, but so but no, bizarre. we couldn't do it. And it was like... You know, it had to be a Wi-Fi thing. I guess we'll never know. It's kind of like Amelia Earhart... <sighs> We'll just never yes. really know. There's a lot of theories. We just don't know really what happened. But, uh, yeah, I've never seen White Christmas. Never seen it. Yes! Blasphemous! 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 Why is it blasphemous to see uh, Nazi White Christmas? When was it made? Beautiful film. But when was it made? It was made in, I want to say it was 52, maybe, 53. Do you think in order to, in order for a movie to be blasphemous, yeah. it has to have been released while you were, like, alive? Well, I don't know. Uh, somebody said they never saw The Godfather. It's quite blasphemous. That's true. That Jaws. is true. Blasphemous. That's very true. Or Star Wars. First I, two, I uh, I need to watch Godfather again. I haven't seen that in. At it's least, a commitment, yeah. Like twenty years. It's good. You should watch it. It's a good. Uh, it's a commitment. I think when you're older, you you, you really appreciate it. You're right. You're I young, watched it like you don't it, understand it all. I was an early teenager. I barely, but I was like a film guy, so I could at least sit through it. But like you know, I'm sure I kind of wandered a lot during it. Yeah, Mentally. when I first saw it, I think a lot of it. Uh, you have to watch it a few times just to get all the the whole picture. It's like right. a really detailed epic. It's like three hours long. You know, there's there's so many story arcs and different subplots that you kind of have to watch it a few times to get the whole picture. Do they like What's tie it? everything up by the third one? Third one, it's all buttoned up. Second one is kind of all buttoned up at the end. Third one is kind of the the uh, the dark horse of the series. It's a little. It's good. It's a good the film, in its own, but compared to the other two, it doesn't hold a candle. I mean, the second one, some even say, is better than the first. I've heard people say that, but then I've heard people say that that's crazy talk. Crazy talk. They're the both amazing. One, is that like Rocky one and Rocky two? Ah, uh, it could. Yeah, it, you good know, the first one has Marlon Brando though, which I think you know he's the Godfather. He's the. Wanna talk about this? This John ain't too much on the mac and cheese. You know, that's what you want to see. There's nobody that can be as good as me. There will never be a Don of, of a mafia uh, movie or television show or a boss as good as, as that. No, they, they will copy and they will make every single cool boss in every mafia movie going forward, now and for, till forever, to kind of look like him in a way. Right. They want to make him kind of... He's the boss. Kind of do it. He's the boss. 
Moss. He said he put cotton balls in his cheeks to make himself look like a bulldog. Cotton balls in the cheeks, and then he was a big uh, <coughs> practical joker, so there's a scene where they carry him in the stretcher up to the bedroom after he comes back from the hospital, and Marlon Brando on set put cement blocks on the stri- in, in the bed with him so he would be like three times as heavy, <laughs> kind of mess with people because he was already a big dude. No kind of way. He was a practical joker? I thought he was like a bit of a nutcase. Practical Joker? He was a nutcase. Like a um, super, super really, um, what's it called? Method actor. Method actor and then a super spontaneous guy. Like the cat oh, that God. he's petting was a stray that he just found on the lot that day. That he's like, oh. we're going to bring it in the scene with us. It was just. Oh, no just way. Kinda, yeah. Like the cat that he's petting in the scene. Like like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. You know, like the cat. like Or Dr. Evil, I guess. He just drugged right. that cat in from off the street. Take over. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was like on the Paramount lot that day and he found it and most of the dialogue in that scene had to be overdubbed. Uh it had to do ADR and post production because the cat was purring so loud they couldn't really hear him during the scene. So he had to like re record his, his uh vocals, yeah. He's my he's my friend. He loves me. I want to talk to you about this, uh, this podcast and business. It makes no difference to me what a man does for a living, but the business this downloads, it's, uh, it's a little dangerous. A little dangerous. I love the guy in uh, the guy in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Um, is that Dom Robin? DeLuise. Yes. Yeah. The late DeLuise. No, I had my wisdom teeth. He's got the iguana. <laughs> yeah, that weird iguana. So funny. <laughs> it's a classic. Um, Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Hey, I was curious this week um, what what you were up to uh, leading up to Thanksgiving. Because you know how Thanksgiving is that kind of – does anyone really care about Thanksgiving? You care about getting together with the family and everything. But isn't it just kind of a stepping stone to Christmas where you're like, that's ah, a day off from work. It's a long weekend. We're going to have food. We're going to do good. But you kind of move on from it on Thanksgiving Day. I don't know anyone like Thanksgiving night. They're like – let us stand around the hearth and give thanks to the alms. I know no, you're kind of like it's Christmas time. It's let's put the Christmas music on. You know, yeah, you kind I of just know. jump into it and forget about it. Halloween, you can only stretch it out overnight. Right. You know, you watch, you go out trick or treating. You have costumes. You stay right. up late. Thanksgiving, you're, you're done eating by like four, and you're like, hey, it's kind of done. It's Christmas time. Let's see what's on the tube. <laughs> right. I'm right. I'm right. 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 You're, you're right. However, if you think about it. Thanksgiving really should be the more celebrated holiday because it's not on just the same date every year. It's on the fourth Thursday of November, which means it gives you a four-day weekend. Almost like a five-day because everybody checks out halfway through Wednesday anyway. And everyone parties like crazy with their old friends from home Wednesday night. Then Thursday, you watch football, you feast. Then Friday, some maniacs go out and buy madness after the day they gave thanks for all they had they go right. and get more things to have <laughs> and they kill more each other doing it it was right. like nine people killed today 11 in critical condition where's that like across the country on black friday which is today really? wait because of because of the the madness yeah oh because of people uh just you know trampling the stores yes Oh my gosh! How nuts do you have to be to go out on Black Friday? I mean, really? I like, well, well, how's that a good idea? You might save a few bucks. No, uh, and like, like the stress from that. 
it's yeah, right. Like it's not even worth it today. Uh, Heather and I just had to return a gift that we got like double of. And all we were going to do is park right outside the store. Cause it wasn't, the even, it wasn't even in the mall. It was at Crate and Barrel. So they have their own like entrance. Uh, so she pulls out in front and I was just going to run in and run out. It, it was, you would have thought it was Christmas Eve. There was people parking on the grass. Like, like it was a concert, what? like not parking spots. Woodstock. It was Woodstock yeah. that before. <laughs> there were people in tents, bonfires. Oh, have it, man. Yeah. That's wild. That's it wild was... they do that, too. I'll tell you what the big item this year is that uh, you can't find is Nintendo Classic. 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. It's going the... for like 600 bucks on eBay. Yeah, it's, the, it's the laughing Elmo. It is. It is the biggest gift in a long time. I checked that off the list of not getting that until February. I told my parents, they're like looking for it. Like, we're still trying to find it. I said, don't, I'll don't, get it in yeah. February. Don't spend, it's just, it's nuts. They didn't make enough of them and they priced it too low, I which can't. is good for us, but they should sell that for like a hundred bucks now. I, 60 bucks is way too low for 30 games. In, yeah. In, I think it's awesome. I don't want to pay more, but Endless what do they expect to Yeah, it'll be 99, 99 and, and you know, their production team is going nuts right now. So, I can't believe they didn't foresee this. Nothing to do with it. Right. I know. I'm surprised it was it sold it's still as crazy as the fine. I, I had a feeling the day of it would be pretty wild. But even now, like two weeks later, I'm still shocked oh, yeah. that they're just completely sold out everywhere. Like you can't find them anywhere. Like even online, you can't really get them. Nostalgia. 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 What a powerful, majestic beast. But anyway. Then after Black Friday, where you're either killing each other at the mall or eating delicious leftovers, uh, then you have Saturday, which is full of a whole bunch of, like, very important college football games. You know, it's a lot of the last games of the season for a lot of teams. Then Sunday, NFL. Crunch time. And there you go. That, to me, is better than Christmas Day, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, which are on Saturday and Sunday this year. It's perfect. How doth. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, I'm talking about Thanksgiving. It's perfect. Right. Those four days. It's being on Thursday. Yeah. It's like four and a half days. The worst are those holidays that are on like a Tuesday, and you're like, eh, Monday. We still have to work. Right. Oh, we have off Tuesday. Ah, but it's Tuesday. We have to go to work. I'm kind of like, yeah, you just kind of just sit around and let it pass. But that's you just watch it from the sky. So, like, <laughs> from the sky. But, like, Christmas Eve, having Christmas Eve on Tuesday is actually like the best because that really breaks up the week the, the most. Yes. You know, yeah, I agree. even afterwards you only come back for two days and then it's the weekend. Right. And a lot of people are checking out anyway. Oh yeah. Pretty much like in, in the jobs that you and I have, you know, like office jobs and things like that. Sales. The last three weeks, jails are, uh, everyone's checked out anyway. I mean, a lot of oh, people yeah. are away. They're not responding. People oh, yeah. are traveling. It's kind of acceptable to not, you, you kind of check out anyway. You're not really getting anything done. It's I mean, like, you are, but you're not. It's like if you can coast on, like, average, you're fine. That's all that's really expected. You're not breaking any records. You're not impressing anybody. Just get to the end. Get to the finish line. Just get to the end. And then Show after up. the new year, when people come back, there's always those 
always those people that like hold out for like the longest Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. Like it'll be January fifth, and they're like, "I'm out of the office until," and you're like, "No, yeah. it's over. Get back to work. The year, the holidays are over. We're past New Year's. Stop it." You're used to writing seventeen now at the end of the date. It's 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 happened. It's changed. It's changed. That's always the big uh, difficulty for me. You know, I've never had a problem with that. The year change, writing it down, right away. I, well, I mean, I have a problem with other things like aiming when I'm taking a leak, but I can't really maneuver the. Uh, I don't sprinkles. have a problem with maneuvering the new sprinkles. year. Sprinkles. Weak stream. Ooh. Ooh. A regular blind man in a urinal. Ooh, a regular green thumb, have we not? Green thumb. I don't know. I don't know. So what's on the docket for this weekend for you? Um, Sales shopping? No. Tomorrow I have something very interesting to attend. Mm-hmm. Heather's high school reunion. Oh, cool. The class of 2006. Oh, a young buck. I know, man. So it's, so uh, it's her tenure? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, six, yeah 2006, 16. Yeah, her tenure her. high school reunion. And uh, her, like, best friend, like, coordinated it and set it all up so the guy that i know that i'm kind of friends with he'll be there at least but it's going to be mostly filled with fist pumping <laughs> south florida what is love dudes baby don't hurt me fellers. i don't know if my high school had a 10-year Hipsters. anniversary or reunion did you did you go to lc they, I, I didn't know they still did that else lansdale catholic had a uh, five-year reunion that i went to and and it was strange. It was bizarre. The first like two hours, you're staring at the ground. You're not like making eye contact with anybody. Just your small group that here? you showed up with. You know, like I was with Smith and McShay and Agnew. So we all just kind of stood in a circle and waited until we were drunk enough to go speak to these people. Because we had like a weird class that was just full of clicks. And oh, really? when we went down to Ocean City for senior week, they all just like mixed and we all were like, oh, we probably should have like hung out with each other the last four years. <laughs> it was so strange. How we should have done things? There was like all these other cool people in, in my high school that I just didn't even, I didn't know their names. Oh, really? You, know, you get drunk and party with them for a week down in Jersey. Uh, oh, yeah. It's weird. It's like a stepping stone into college. It's sort of a, a rite of passage, if you will, from the uh, scholastic high school to your uh, alma of collegiate studies. What? Struggle is uh, <laughs> nature's way of strengthening. Time certainly is a thickener of things, isn't it? <laughs> a thickener. So back to these girls. What are their names again? Amy and Talia? Amy and Talia. Right. Yeah, even, and they're, they're really good cooks. Ty's more of a baker, if you will. Right. She's more into the uh, yeah the, the dessert <laughs> the dessert esque arts, where Amy is more of a uh, cooked, uh, cured hams and um, salted beefs. <laughs> so, uh, you asked but they're really good at cooking, and I'm very fascinated. And and, and I wish you were there. I know, I know it wasn't in the cards yesterday or two days ago, but we'll have them back because. You know, you're a bit of a culinary delight yourself, so it would be cool to have, uh, you know, hear you talk about things, and then I'll just, I'll be the 
odd man out because I don't really cook, and I'll just be like, I'm going to cereal for breakfast <laughs> as I start peeing my pants. Well, I can swing both ways, so it's okay. Uh, oh. Because there were so many times, so many things they said that I wanted to either comment on and add to or make fun of. Uh, but right. they really seem to know their shit, and they know all these healthy alternatives. And I remember one of them, I believe it was Amy. Is she the one that like has a, a farm in Montana? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I asked her like a billion questions one night on, on the Facebook chat. Right. Yeah. Really got to know all about her. I, I got to know her backstory. You're painting the picture. Yes. And uh, they were really well-spoken, and they really knew their shit. And uh, who's gluten-free? Talia? Yes. Okay, all right. I did follow that whole thing. Ooh, um, good job. Yeah, very well-spoken. Very well-spoken. So we need to have them back on. Are we going to do that? Absolutely, yeah. They're and they're on board too for it. It would be really interesting just to do different, you know, food topics. I mean, there's a million blogs and things like that. They're like, here's how you make a dip. But the two of them, it's very, uh, you know, you have like alternative recipes, but then you have like different ways to do it. And uh, a little teaser: Amy mentioned she wants to put together like, um, you know, poor guys' recipes, like oh. recipes that are easy for like. Guys like you and I that are drunk Dude. one night, they're like, what do I make? And it's like, here's the, e- here's the easiest things you can make, guys. That's, uh, you know, super easy to do. Tuna fish, mayo, sriracha, and saltines. Ooh, a, poor man's, a poor man's spicy tuna roll. Ooh, Ooh a regular bangers mash. You can just paint me red and call me Neville Chamberlain because I'm English now. Ooh. Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, so that's good. The, that's the weirdest thing ever. Bangers. Oh, so good. Oh, it is so good. The Irish. Bangers. Yes, and bangers are. Um, okay. I remember we used to, for a while, try to do some sort of food segment on the show. And we had Pretty Little Pretzel. Uh, right. She always contributed, and, and I would read them. And then at one point, she like wanted to come on the show, but... I just she did a Ponzi scheme. I was worried that I would, uh, I don't know, that I would trail away from food having her on the show. Right. Lists, and I always felt when I would read the recipes, it wasn't engaging. I, I, you could tell that like I didn't really. No, I thought it was good. But a girl's voice for some reason, their voices, it was more engaging. I listened to everything they were saying. And dude, right. I, I'm going to be honest. When I started it, I was like, I'll be amazed if I get through five minutes of this. Because yeah. I remember me being boring talking about food on the podcast. I was like, I just sound boring. But these girls were great. And, they were really uh, good. And they were yeah. funny. They were good. And I think a, a lot of things like food to listen to it. I think for me, uh, food and recipes is more of a visual thing. Like, here's, here's how you do yes, it. You're just seeing yes. it being made. I think listening to that is very tough to do and it loses interest, but they were able to pull it off where yes. when I listened back to it, I was like, I, I felt the same way you did when I was going into it. I was like, Ah, eh, this should be okay. No, they would do great, obviously. But just with my interest in ADD, I'm like, yeah, hearing food, right. I don't know if it'll do it. But they pulled it off and it was great. Like, I want to hear more. You know? Yeah. Like, I want more of it in my veins. I need more in my loins and my pants, Johnny. I need it down in my beans. right There's now I have beans. There's a whole gang. Yeah. So it's good. It's interesting. But yeah, I'd love to have them back. Definitely going to have them return. And, um, and you know, talk about no more rest, please. Well, we'll talk about, talk about a bridge. Technical boring stuff later. Um, nice. uh, Dude, yeah, you were asking such good questions. Um, the Chinese man. 
talked about how cooking and baking is a different realm. Yeah. Cooking, you can guesstimate a little bit. Be like, oh, yeah, I'll just add a little bit more paprika. Yes. Or baking, if you guesstimate, you're going to ruin it completely. Like a little two less or two little one ingredient could destroy the whole thing. Yes. I think it was Amy who said like uh, baking is, is a science and cooking is an art. Yes. And which I love is, that quote. Isn't that a great quote? It's so true because with science, it's it's this chemical plus this chemical equals this reaction. There's no... There's no freedom. You know, There's no it's compromise. Just that. Yeah, right. With, with, with cooking, it's, you, you can, know, you're like, big it all. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. It's, it, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can see whoever you see. <laughs> do whatever you do. To talk to John and Matthew C. And it's no hassle on the podcast. So big it all. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's an alt. It's an alt well, artiste. It's a, so what's going on, man? What else? What other? All right, uh, here's what else is brewing. So we're full in the, the holiday season here. You and Haya Ashley do a uh, bipartisan celebration, like you have the menorah for the eight days and the tree for the birth of Christ, uh, which coincidentally falls on the same day this year. Hanukkah starts on Christmas Eve. Yes, isn't that crazy? So it's, it's late, so it's gonna be great. I know it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I told Heather, I was like, "Wow, I wonder what my holier than thou brother is gonna think of us celebrating this, lighting this candle in his house on Christmas. Will he think that's disrespectful?" He'll be very accepting of it. I wonder. He's a very accepting and diverse and culturally uh, pragmatic man. To the whole situation. All right. Yeah, you're right. Pragmatic. Right? He is very pragmatic. Yes. He is pragmatic, but smart. Practical? Practical. Right. The right path to take in order to make things work out to the best, despite the obstacles. Right. Like when you're making out with someone and you realize it's a dude. Do I want to continue? Wait, should wait, I? no. Wait, no. can you ask this? Should I even question this? No. <laughs> but making love to someone and they die. And infinite. No. Wait, are we recording? Sweet up. Sweet up. But yeah, it's interesting. They fall on the same day this year, and I'm really excited. Um, you know, because you guys have had the tree in the menorah, and I'm all about the uh, mixed faith celebrations. I think it's cool. It's a great way to be diverse uh, spiritually. And uh, there's more presents around for everybody. It's great. Like yeah. the Goodfellas, when Henry Hill comes home, he's like, I bought the most expensive tree they had. Merry Christmas. And he pulls out the jewelry. He's like, and, 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 happy Hanukkah. And <laughs> the money comes out. Yeah. I, th- I just want, because, you know, I, I picture Hey Ashley being like Lorraine Bracco and Goodfellas with, you're not going out tonight. She loves. Like, Merry Christmas. Does, was she was she Jewish? She was Jewish and Goodfellas. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure about that. I can't remember. I can't. That's um, when they meet Henry Hill's Catholic, and he's like, well, you got to cover up that cross. If my mother sees that, she's going to flip. Oh, yeah. And then they, they, they meet the mother, and she goes, you know, so, you know, look, she tells me that you're part Jewish. And he goes, uh, just the good half, you know. And, <laughs> which, which, hey, Ashley's grandmother from Long Island at the wedding oh, reminded yeah. me of an, of an aged Lorraine Bracco, and I really love that woman. 
she goes, we're talking at the end. She goes, well, you're my contact now. If I go to Los Angeles, I'm looking you up. And I was like, you do that, soul sister. You do that. Such a typical Long Island, New York. I like, love them. Like, they just, they're making contacts. They're rubbing elbows. They're spreading the web. <laughs> the stepping on the saltines. It's wild. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah. So, excited for that. Good times happening. Yeah, I uh, Christmas music gonna be blasting day in and day out from here on till twenty six, or if you want to get technical, January sixth, the Epiphany, Three Kings. Most like add, add one more. We three kings of Orient are Johnny Mathis. I think does the best one of that. Oh, his Christmas stuff is great. Oh, Christmas, feel it. Feel my loins. Christmas, I think the best Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. Pavarotti. Chills. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. He does the, the half in English, half in Italian. And you're like, oh. Yes. God. The hair's on the next stand. Stand up straight like <laughs> uh, We were at work the other day and we had an Italian night to run to Target to get some supplies for a, a holiday office gathering for the board or something like that. Yeah. And we were walking through Target and there's rows and rows of Christmas stuff. And then you see one sad section for Hanukkah. And she's like, look at that. That's all they have. And I was like, no, they're, they're still bringing them out. It's still early. She's like, no, everything's Christmas. There's this one little Hanukkah thing. I'm like, it's trying. Isn't that cute? Oh, look, they tried. You guys got a little section. Yeah. Oh, you guys have your own table. Your own little end of the aisle. Oh, look at look that. At your own There's display. some blue stuff everywhere. Yeah. How cute. Blue and white everywhere. Don't let the reindeers hit you on the ass <laughs> the way out. What? <laughs> Make sure you don't sit down on the star. Star. So brightly shining. Oh, no, so yeah, that's what's happening, man. What else I is going on? What else is is, uh, is Reeman in there? Uh, speaking of food stores, like every them making the transition because Target, you know, I was at Publix and it's like this whole section that was like uh, uh, cranberry sauce. Uh, muffins uh gravy uh like stuffing like all the thanksgiving crap it was all like on the floor like spread like thrown across and and new like christmas, like a robbery christmas candies and candy canes and like decorations all like taking its place like someone was up there and like get that thanksgiving shit down put the christmas shit up now what should i do with it burn it no no it, why 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 can't we just say burn it should we should we give it to the home? No! It's Christmas time now. Burn it. There's a homeless man right there. I would just like no. to give it to him. It's bad. Stop it. Get out of the store. This is America. And then the alarms go off. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And the, the, the GM of the store picks up the red phone. He's like, give me the president. Yes, the president of the company. I don't know what to do. Need backup. Night. Then the Christmas music comes on. Oh, playing oh. over the madness. There's three types of Christmas songs. There's the traditional religious songs, your O Holy Night, your Silent Night, oh. you know. Oh. Then there's the uh, non-religious uh, Christmas songs, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Here right. Comes Santa Claus. Right. 
And then there's this third category that songs of songs that aren't even about Christmas, but they're associated with it and now known as Christmas songs. I'll give you an example. I really can't stay, but baby, it's cold outside. There's not one mention of Christmas. Baby, it's cold outside. And um, it's just about winter. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Stars oh, that's not a. Uh, it's a Christmas song, but they're just talking about snow. snow. Just snow. Somehow. I mean, there snow. might be some Christmas lyrics in there. I, I got to look look at it, but it's interesting. Those three ones, and then there's this weird fourth category. Which? All right. So they're what I like to call B-side Christmas songs, such as. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the Hate it. And then there's, and then there's Hate that song. And then there's that song by the waitresses that's just like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And they're all like 80s. Yeah, it's ABBA esque. They're these like, they're mostly from the 80s. Because after the 80s, they really stopped making Christmas, new Christmas songs. They just right. had, like, here's Michael Bublé overpronouncing every word. Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Like Britney they Spears. had uh, This Christmas. I think it was the last, like, new Christmas song uh, in, like, the 90s. But they, like, they finally got, the music industry finally got it right and went, look, we can't make new Christmas songs. People don't like them. They're usually crap. So let's just stick to the classics. Right. But the last time they, they kept going were, like, the 80s, where you had, like, these awful... Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I mean, the guy that wrote Helter Skelter wrote that, that Wait, song. isn't that Paul Come McCartney? On. Isn't that the Wings? Paul McC- that's, that's just him from the 80s. Simply having a wonderful... So the guy that wrote Helter Skelter wrote Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh. It's kind of interesting, because Helter Skelter is like a rock and stuff. Helter Skelter. Um, isn't there a John Lennon... Christmas song. Yes, this is Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And a happy or, new year. Happy Xmas. Was that a good one? Yeah, I liked it. I like that one too. I mean, I it's like the Beatles, man. Christmas time. I, I don't like that last Christmas saving, uh, last Christmas, um, the Wham one. Ugh. It doesn't sound Christmassy. It sounds like an 80s thing. I hate it. I feel like they always play it. I feel like they always play it after like 8 p.m. Christmas Day. Like the Christmas is over, and then the radio stations play that crap song. And you hear it like when you're driving home from grandma's, and you're leaving your family, and you're sobering up and getting tired, and Christmas is dead. Last Christmas I gave you my day. I gave you my d- This Christmas I gave you my d- <laughs> It's a weird song. Nerd, Nerd 35 covers the uh, the Christmas song. Yeah, we should do that. Oh my god. Monty's is up on the rooftop yeah. with old out of date lyrics. <laughs> up on the rooftop, who's that man? Hopefully not a Mexican. He has a gun to protect his house. All for the little Christmas mouse. You know? Once acceptable Christmas mouse. <laughs> so, any uh, any sports with John tonight, man? Um, I could do a quick sports with John. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't prepared. Uh, again, shorts with John. I I didn't. I don't. I haven't been doing a lot of pre-production, 
uh, because I'm fucking worried that we're going to sign on here and we're not going to be able to hear each other. So Same I don't, here, man. I don't want to waste I my shit. I half-assed the last few times because I'm like, eh, the computer's going to blow up anyway. Right. Now, now we've got to get our game back, but I, yeah, I'm with you 100%. It's like, God, it's like that studying helps. really hard for a test and then the teacher's sick and they, you don't take the test. And you're like, no, no, I'm going to lose it. Right, or studying really hard, and then you're like, you know what? The repercussions I'm going to get from failing this for my parents are better than actually trying to learn this material because this is awful, and I'm not retaining this, so I'm just going to fail it and sleep in the bed that I made because I cannot – I'm not a sponge with this. I'm not a sponge. I I actually, uh, yesterday, with Heather's stepdad's mother – I don't know what the heck that makes, makes me. Step grandmother in law. Ooh, a regular Step Adams granny. family. Yeah, I don't even know. Ooh, regular Uncle Vesta. <laughs> um, she's not Jewish. She's Catholic, and we started talking. This is about, this is her step uh, grandmother of sorts. Yes, and we started talking about schools for where we want to move down in Florida and we want to move close to good schools. And I'm like, yeah, but Heather, you said, you said all the schools down here stink. And she's like, they do compared to the schools up North. And I was like, the schools up North were horrible. And she was like, well, not the private schools. I was like, I went to fucking private school for 13 years. Yes, 13. Uh, And it was terrible. It was horrible. It didn't prepare me for college. So if the schools down here are bad, I don't know. They, they they can't be... If the schools down here are worse than the ones up north, then they must be like prisons. Right. Where yeah, all you if, learn if, is if that comparison is made, you're basically sending them to, like, a refugee camp. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just... It, FEMA is is is, the, is where the principal's office is. It's just, it's just going to get worse from, from here. It's going to be downhill. And they, they, they almost... Like DeWitt's health. They almost got, they almost got me into... Uh, to get on my, my freaking... Uh, what is it called? My podium, my high horse, uh, to talk about how the bad the education system is in this country. But I, I held back. I didn't. Oh. I didn't want to display that. They were trying to bait you into a political jest. I don't think of they jousting were. and roasting. I think they actually thought I would agree with what they were saying, but I'm very. Okay. Uh, I, I have a very strong stance with the, the, the mess that that is going on in schools in this country. And it should be a lot more how um, bad it is. There should be more resources and, and oh. teachers uh, for teachers to educate kids. Oh. It is. I, man, which is funny from you and I. You and I, I hated school, right? And we're very like, you know, sent to the principal's office every day. And, yeah. and even I'm like, no, it all goes back to education. Just put more money into that. You know, you won't have the crime. You won't have. All the problems in society. It all goes to people being uneducated. Ignorant and uneducated. And right. It's like, yo, now there are – every classroom has are, – are full of us, of, of kids like us with ADD. Like they have like no choice. Everything's instant for them. So they have ADD. Right. If a teacher's not engaging them, they're going to be lost. And that's just what's happening like in a massive overflow. Yeah. And we're going to be fucked because it's the- of it. It, yeah, it's the society we're right now. Everything is instant and quick, and uh, it, it's either you know you're able to focus and, and get on board, or yeah, uh, or you're up shit's creek because the, it's they don't assimilate to uh, to the needs of the children uh, for that stuff. Part of the system. Yes, they try to 
put them through like a number. The system. Ring those bells and get in line because it's cold outside, kiddies. How far up? Okay, well, we could do Sports with John real quick. I'll just run down sports some, John, some, John, live, John, sports some live scores right now. Obviously, live scores with John. we are in Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, well, it's Friday night, right? It's, I can't, like, get the day straight. Same here, brother. I thought it was Saturday earlier, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, it's Thursday. <laughs> no, it's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, so tomorrow, a lot of big college uh, football games. Uh, playoff implications on the line. Penn State could end up in the national championship game. And if they win, they could end up in the final four. You must be a happy man in the pants. I'm blown away but the big game tomorrow at noon, Ohio State, Michigan, in Ohio State. Uh, That's what's up. Both 10-1, and one, number three and number two in the country, both Big Ten teams, and we all know Penn State giving Ohio State their only loss. It is going to be salacious. It's going to be very exciting. Um, basketball currently in the NBA. Some games going on right now. The Heat actually up on the Grizzlies, 88-75 with 2.47 in the fourth. Uh, the Sixers, the 76ers have won four games so far I this year. I saw that. I cannot believe it. I saw that. It, it, it's it's unbelievable. This this Joel Embiid, uh, they could have won a fifth game last night, but they went to overtime, and Embiid hit his minutes limit, so they didn't play him in overtime, and he was flipping out on the, on the, on the bench. Oh, really? Yelling at the coach. Yeah, like, put me in. I don't give a shit. But this guy had, like, almost, like, career-ending broken lower ankle bone that needed two years for him to recover. So they are easing him because he's very young. They're handing it with kick gloves. And, yeah, exactly. He looks like he's going to be a superstar, though. Like, just amazing. So they're 4-12. and That's exciting. Uh, Cavs, 12-2. and Uh... Raptors nine and six, and the Hawks ten and six. Who's your team besides the Sixers? Sixers. Oh, besides the Sixers, do you root for the Lakers, who are surprisingly eight and eight? No, no, uh, I don't. I like to see them win. Uh, you know, if it's the championship, right? Like I, I remember watching, uh, not the championship, but remember Kobe's last game. Yes. Oh, they just kind of let him do his thing. He scored. Well, that was a really special thing to see. I was really rooting for them um, yeah. because of that history. Uh, I like oh, yeah. the Clippers, though. A buddy of mine uh, used to work for the Clippers. He used to hook me up with some ticks. Uh, ticks. Ooh, the Clippers. Ticks. Yeah, so I like <laughs> the Clippers. I'll root for them if they're on TV. I think but, yeah, right. Sixers all the way. Always Philadelphia. I think when I – I I'm... like the Hawks logo. Oh, yes, the old school one. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's like a it's retro a thing. I like the Utah Jazz because they're just so jazzy. I like the Mailman. Oh, those weirdos uh, out there. Yeah, man. That, How about you? Who that, do you root for? Are you a uh, Heat guy? You hate the Heat. No, 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 no. I don't hate the Heat at all. You I, want I, them to die. Pat Riley? I'm a huge fan of Pat Riley. I've followed oh, him. He's like the best coach ever. Everywhere. He's well, him like, and, uh, yeah. He's like exactly. the best, like, head of a basketball team. I love uh, if he's coaching or if he's picking the coach, if he's p- signing the players, he's just like a mastermind. And it's yeah. amazing. The, this team has lost, you know, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, 
but they have they have like these young players and this big huge center who's obviously like performing uh right away like all of a sudden like they're already not in dead last basement uh you know of the league yeah it's going to be an interesting season you're gonna a lot of teams it's their building year you know what I mean? Yes. It's, a, it's a building season for them, if you will, as far as rosters and, and uh, lineups for for, uh, for the new players. So it, it'll be really interesting to see how it shapes up by, uh, you know, in the middle of the season kind of thing. Currently, Miami is 4-10. and 10. They actually only have as many wins as the Sixers do. Uh, amazingly, uh, in the West, the Warriors 13-2. and two. Uh, the Clippers. No surprise there. Clippers, your boys, fourteen and three. So yeah, they man. More wins. They're tied right there. Unbelievably, a team that just decides to never take a step back. The fucking San Antonio Spurs, thirteen and three, and the incredible dynasty. Utah Clippers played the Mormons. Pistons tonight. Did they? I think so. Let's see some slicey scores. Oh, let's slice it up like a nice slice of pecan, but not after you ate too much last night. Watch your toilet bill. <laughs> toilet bill, like there's a yeah. separate toilet bill. Right. John, I got the bills today. Oh, honey, what is it? Well, there's the uh, gas and electric, there's the water and power, and then there is the upstairs bathroom toilet bill, which the, is soaring through the roof. The Thank logo. God we have that separate nest egg fund set aside for it. The logo is just like a... A toilet with a guy sitting on it, like reading the paper. Just right, thinking. Simple. It's the, the Greek thinking man, but he's on the can. He's not thinking, he's crying. Uh, the Pistons beat the Clippers 108 97. Oh, okay. Jazz beat the Hawks. 95. Pistons aren't doing that good. They have a losing record, right? Pistons. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, hold on a second. I can tell you. What I always like Detroit teams. I always root for them. Me too. That's they were city. like the oh. first. Non Philly team that I like, the Pistons. Did they play? They played at the Palace tonight. I don't think they were uh, actually the Palace of Auburn Hills. Yeah. Detroit is currently eight and nine. Okay. Nine. Okay. Sounds right. Eight and nine. Now the shit's about to kick off. It's time to get back. Yeah. Eight nine. The worst team. Worst team in the league. Amazingly, I was gonna bet on them tonight, but I didn't. Uh, well, bet against them. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks two and and thirteen. Holy shit! Oh my gosh! It's amazing. Two and thirteen. Cuban. Cuban's yeah, losing money. Cuban ain't losing shit. No. You ever watch that? Show? Oh yeah, here we go. Dallas Mavericks. They, the Cavs beat them one twenty eight to ninety. Yeah, the Cavs. That's it. Uh, my prediction this year for the uh, NBA finals uh, should be no surprise. It's going to be the yep. Warriors and the Cavs for the, Absolutely. Tr- the trilogy three years in a row, the same three, the same two teams. Uh, and I think, I just don't think there's a way that the, uh, the Cavs can beat them. No. But they're just too good. They are amazing. And LeBron sometimes can just like force a team to win. So, if he wins yes. back-to-back championships, two of three against an amazing Warriors team, uh, no, he'll he still won't be as as great as Jordan. <laughs> In my mind, there's nothing he can do. I've just I've watched them both play. Yeah, and it, there's just it's it doesn't matter like physically what he can do better than Jordan. That has nothing to do with it. It's just I his, agree with you. That's a really good analogy. That's a good point to make. 
it's like a Jedi mind hold over the court that Jordan did that LeBron just can't. He's he never has done, and he just never will do. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of a thing that he's it's he can't he's stuck on and he can't get wrapped around. It's, it's yeah. It has nothing to do with his physical ability or his uh, right strength or whatnot. Yeah, loin, loin, breath, height, width, depth. <laughs> Before we uh, end sports with John here, uh, Eagles, we're at 500, okay? This is right. pretty much better than I thought we were going to be. If, if you recall, I was not excited at all for the season. I thought our team would suck. Uh and then we made the big switch right before the first game, and now Carson Wentz oh, yeah. is looking like he is shining, and he will be amazing uh, down the road. But right, I'm not expecting to go to the playoffs. I'm not expecting to win the division. I'm, no, but for for first first year uh, rookie, uh, it's pretty impressive, you know. We have a rock solid platform and base uh, that we just need to add some better pieces around. And, and it'll be great. So they play, Eagles play Monday night against the Packers in Philly. We're wearing all black uniforms. Eagles are actually favored. Oh, I love those. Eagles are favored by four. I'm never, I never would ever bet against uh, Aaron Rodgers because I just have a feeling any second now he's going to turn it on. And oh, He's if, the highest rated quarterback of all time. If Philly luck reigns true, it'll be Monday night against the Eagles. Yes. And that all right, so we got the rehearsal out of the way. I think we can start recording right now. Oh, yeah. You ready? Oh, yeah. I've been recording. <laughs> that joke doesn't work anymore. <laughs> That's making sense. Oh, my. Now... Now that my microphone's working, we can start it. You're like, no, it's been an hour and a half, you jackass. And I'm just like, now that it's Halloween, you're like, are you just saying things? I like lamp. (laughs) Now that it's balsam fur. Speaking of uh, not making any sense before we uh, wrap up here. uh, How caught up are you with Westworld? Fully caught up. Fully active. Activated. Fully caught. Caught up with every show. Walking Dead, Westworld. I'm all... I'm in the zone. Dude, and I love world? it. Loving it. Loving it. Loving every second of it. It's unbelievable. I like, love Fandy Newton, man. I always liked her. I love her in yeah. Westworld. Fandy Newton, the black prostitute. Oh, she is amazing. Maeve. She's amazing. And I've always loved Ed Maeve. Harris. Met Ed Harris. He's like one of my favorite uh, actors ever. Yes. And he is the perfect guy for that role. And um, I just, I love it. I love every element of the show. And I, I, I went in there biased thinking I would like it no matter what. Me I, too. I, you know, I like it. I, I love it. They nailed it. I think it's great. And I just, I'm hooked. I, uh, I think I watched the last one twice. I didn't watch it the night of. I was like a day off. I watched it that Monday. Yeah. And then I watched it again two nights ago. I just, it's yes. great. You I've too? Been, Are you a fan? Dude, I have been Im- immersed with this show. To me, there's, it goes like this. Uh, in my brain, I can't tell you what's best yet, but it, it, it's in the order that they were released. Lost, Game of Thrones, yeah. uh, Westworld. These three shows, uh, there's like so much more than just the hour episode that you watch that like you can 
Like there's almost, so you can almost like study it because there's all these yes, little pieces and there's all these little things that like you can't you can't like absorb it all in one watch. No, and, it's like The Godfather. I mean, different yes. genre, but it's one of those. There's so many elements and layers. Yes, you kind of need to dissect it and let it sit and decide. You know. Yes, and uh, I mean the theories that are flying around now uh, about that show. Uh, it, it's it's. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is my favorite uh, character. Uh, I've always liked him. I always thought he was great. Uh, I always thought it was strange that he won an Oscar uh, for Silence of the Lambs because he's in it for like 13 minutes. He was but, a supporting character almost. Right, yeah. But I, I still think he's amazing. Uh, and in this role, I feel like he's perfect because he is this old master of Hollywood, like this old amazing actor. And he's fucking, present. he's fucking acting with everyone. Like he's just playing with everybody and telling his stories. He's supposed to be like God in that, you know what I mean? He's yes. very omnipresent with the whole thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I just, after the, the Bernard episode... That's when I was like, holy shit, this thing is like, this is for real. This is the new Game of Thrones to me. I'm not comparing it to Game of Thrones. I'm just saying it's a show. It's the same plot. It's a show that's like exciting enough like Game of Thrones. It's, it's sci-fi well, to layers. fantasy. It's not the same thing. You know what I mean? Art imitates life. Yeah. And life imitates art. And the blurred lines uh, in some of the writing with these shows, it's, it's incredible. It just makes me want to get dicey and slicey. Now, do you believe... Yeah, I wear women's clothing on the weekend. What? That, <laughs> oh, that was... The, oh, I'm, what were you going to... Wait. No, yeah, that, that was, that, that's what I was going to ask. That's what I needed. This may be like yeah. Squeeze us. <laughs> What were we going to ask, though? Do you believe that William is the man in black? Ooh. And that William is actually in 19... Well, no, he's 30 years in the past. Because the man in black keeps saying, I've been coming here for 30 years. And... I think that would work very well. I think it's too easy, though. I think they have something else up their sleeve. Okay. I, I think that I think I, I do. I would love that, and I would. I get it, but I think they're having us believe that, and there's something else brewing okay. under the sleeve that they're going to reveal in a like uh, second to last episode or season finale. Right. Series finale, uh, season finale episode, a uh, cliffhanger of like, wait, what? Right. And that's set it up for season two. No shit. But they're going to do it right, not like Walking Dead, where they're like, who's oh. Negan going to kill? And uh, I think they're going to do, yeah. So I could see that happening, but I, I don't think that's the case. I think there's something else we don't know yet. Okay, I hope so. I hope they curveball us because I don't like it when I can predict the, the big payoffs. I like to Same be here. thrown yeah. a curve. That's why Game of Thrones is so choicy. That's so good. I love it. I love it, 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 I love it. Hey, are you, are you all caught up in Walking Dead? Yes. You and Biscordi didn't like the last episode. I actually kind of enjoyed it, though. No, I did like it, but I felt oh, you like... did? I was like, give me, like, okay, it's... it. The whole first five episodes have been, like, set-up episodes, except for the first one. So the Right. There's a, there's a lot of wind-up and not enough pitch. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, they only do eight episodes, and then they take, like, a two-month break. 
Right. There's only going to be... Ah, raped. What? One more? Two more? And then the... I think two or three more. Okay. And then they do the February. Oh, I hate that. See? It's like... I do too. There's no need for it. There's no need for that. I don't... I, don't... I mean, imagine having Walking Dead on over like Christmas time. It'd be great. Right. But like I told you, I read ahead. I read oh, right. the comics. The comics. I spoiled it for myself. <laughs> and uh, they are building towards something really great. It's just you're going to have to wait through the long break of the holidays, which really, like, I think is frustrating the fans. It and is they, frustrating. They better hint at it more that the payoff is coming. Right. Yeah, I'm with you, man. You know what I mean? During that two-month break. I try to ADD. It's when like ADD is a blessing because I kind of forget yes. about Walking Dead and tune out and not right. Google it or anything. Right. So where Whatever. then after a few days, like with anything, we kind of move on and don't really, it doesn't affect us anymore. Out of and sight, out of mind. You see the teasers and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's right. I love the show. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when ADD is good when you're like, okay, well, it works with everything else in life. I'll just try to focus on something else, and eventually I'll just lose track altogether. Right. So that's that's what I do. Right. Like during the long break, I, I forget about Walking Dead. Like I'm just like, yeah, it's done. Don't care about it. Right. And then when it comes back, you're like, I'm like, yes, yes. From like eight to nine on a Sunday night is like torturous. It's like that from noon to one on a Sunday or whatever time it is for you. You know that hour before the first football game. Yeah. Come on, come on, hurry up! You can't. You just try to stall time. You're like, yeah. I'm gonna go out and pluck the daffodils. <laughs> yeah, you can't commit to like anything really. Like you try to read a book and you're like, that's not a book. That's a napkin. And I'm like, I'm on page four. <laughs> This one's really getting good. It's getting yeah, good. It's a great show. I'll, I'll watch Walking Dead till, till it's done, till it's, it ceases to produce anymore. It's great. Yeah, there's there's only been a few shows that I, I checked out of before they finished after watching like six seasons. Sons of Anarchy? Oh. Uh, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch season six and seven, but I watched the finale. Yeah. Well, Walking Dead, I've always, like you, I've watched all the... You know, the show's like live the night they came out. Yeah. But I, it's a great show. I love it. But even no matter how bad it gets or could get, it, it we've invested so much time into it right. that I, you have to see it through yeah. till the end. Yeah. There's, there's nothing worse than when you do check out and then it gets good and everyone's like, oh my gosh, did you see it? You're like, I, I saw the third season and then I stopped. <laughs> you jerk. Entourage, I watched every episode. Uh, I stuck through that, even when, even during some of the shitty seasons. I was like, best. I, uh, I think I watched that whole thing too. Southland. Like, not in, uh, not in real time. Like, yeah. I, I stopped watching yeah. for like two years and then I went back and watched, finished yeah. it. Yeah. Same here. Never saw the movie though. Yeah. It's a long show. Southland. Another great show. Southland? I really like Southland. It I don't think I've ever really... seen it. It's interesting. It's a police procedural show about LAPD. Mm. But but it was gritty. It wasn't like a law and order. It was uh, like, let's find out who did this. You know? It was like very gritty in your face. Gritty. Yeah. Sexual. Uh, uh, um, a regular John Wayne. Oh, uh, a regular... Brooklyn Brawler, are we? Oh, a regular the model Rick Martel, have we not? 
Um, I'm really ex- excited for Ezekiel and Carol. That's he's the, cool, man. That's the storyline I'm in. I know. I think he is like what I would be like if I got a tiger. I'd make everyone yeah. think that I was like this, you know, king that like, I, but I would preach play peace. It. Yeah, yeah play he was it cool, man. He's like, I played a king or two in my day. I did the local theater. I know what I'm doing. Contradiction. Yeah, when you saw the, the, the preview for it, and they're like, I'm King Ezekiel, the tiger, like, what are they doing? And, and then when you meet him, he's like, oh, I was a theater major. And, yes. and you're like, oh, I get it. I would do the he same thing. I'd be keeper. like, I'm king man. I'm, yeah. I am run this kingdom with this scepter. And because has... now I can play make-believe and actually, like, you know, hurt people and, or help people. And the, there's no repercussions. Like, yeah, I like, get it. I'd be the same. I'd be him. He has, like, his own quotes on the wall. I would have the same thing. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. Bible, scripture. It's really, it's like his own, like, lines. Oh, I would live on like a yacht, and I'd be like, "I'm king of the sharks." Yeah, they called me Shark Clock, you know. But but your uniform doesn't have any pants on it. No, I let my balls air out because this is the post-apocalyptic world we're in. Come and get me now. It's very humid. Yeah. So, you want to put tonight in the W column, my lord? Slash. All right, this is a good show. We're we're getting back into the well-oiled machine after some some difficulties, technically speaking. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Please check out uh, earlier uh, this week's show, uh, The Cooking Special. Um, yes, all the episodes on iTunes and on Podbean at thepodcastle.podbean.com. Please remember to tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Like us on the Book of Face and snap away at us on Snapchat at nerd.35. From the director of the post-apocalyptic pants store, I am Matthew Clark with, as always, the gentleman in charge of Southern Florida Tuxedo Rentals, Jonathan Hassinger, saying good night, everybody. So what do you think is the story with that Libby chick? She's kind of cute, right? And Godspeed. You know, in an I've been terrorized by the others for 40 days kind of way, I think if I have a chance with her, I mean, it's a classic desert island scenario. Welcome to my Christmas song.